Hello everybody and welcome to Bitch and Brew. My name's Danny Randon and this is a podcast where I sit down with people from bands and people who work in the music industry and we essentially talk shit over a cup of tea and maybe even a plate of biscuits. Uh, this is episode number 21. Now, I know it's been a while since our last episode. I never really try and set like two strict deadlines on myself uh, because then it doesn't become fun to do this but I can only apologise. The reason for the uh, delay is uh, I've recently moved into a new flat my first flat with my girlfriend it only took us five years but um uh, we've not gone far from Southampton we're just along the coast in uh, Portsmouth I lived here for three years as a university student so it's nice to be uh, back in Portsmouth and not stuck within the four walls of the University of Portsmouth's library uh, on the verge of a breakdown of my dissertation uh, don't let anyone tell you differently media studies is a real degree um but yeah, it's been hectic times moving into a new flat. Um, I don't even have internet yet. I'm probably having to upload this uh, using the free Wi-Fi and a weather spoons or something. I know I know everyone loves a spoon, so you know I shan't complain too much. Although I'm not sure if it's one of those places like a coffee shop or like a a train where everyone can just boot up their laptop and crack on with some work. I can already see myself with my head in my hands, sort of taking on a picture of woo woo while I wait for the cloud to hurry the fuck up and connect me to the internet, but we shall persist. Um, thanks to everyone who tuned into the last episode of Bitch and Brew with Murray from the excerpts. Uh, the reception to that one was, once again, uh, life-affirming stuff. It was great to see it get listened to by uh, so many people. Um, uh, this is episode number 21, uh, following on from number 20, funnily enough. Uh, 21, my lucky number. And the uh, and the date of my birthday, the 21st of May, so I'm recording this on my 24th birthday and I'm indeed very lucky uh, to welcome Sam Rushton and Dan Fain as my guests for it. They are one half of the band Orchards, uh, math pop, uh, indie four-piece from Brighton. Uh, Sam and Dan were both lovely lads, I'd never met them before but it felt right from the start that we were going to get along great and it turns out we did and as a result we made a lovely podcast together. Um, it was recorded in the exact same location where I recorded the episode with Murray, uh, backstage at the Joiners in Southampton, thanks to Ricky Bates for letting me use his office. Um, Orchards were in town, they came to play on their tour with Tiny Moving Parts. Unfortunately, I had to rush off to a family engagement after recording this, but I heard that the gig was great, I was going to have missed it, it was a sellout, and... Um, uh, you know, I was especially gutted when I heard that Orchards actually gave a little shout-out to Bitch and Brew on stage that night, which is a lovely thing for them to do. But of course, they are, as I mentioned before, lovely people. Orchards have a new EP coming out later this year. I believe I'm right in saying it's their debut EP. It's called Losers Slash Lovers, and it's coming out 6th of July through the incredible label that is Big Scary Monsters. Um... On the, on the topic of infectious indie pop music, actually, I'm premiering a brand new track by a brand new band on this episode. The band is called uh, Taloo, and the track I'm playing uh, from them is called Compromise. It's uh, an exclusive premiere, uh, so don't miss out on that, because you won't be able to hear it anywhere else, at least for the next couple of days following the release of this podcast. Um, so before we launch into the main segment of the podcast, I wanted to, as I usually do now, uh, play a song uh, from my guest, By Orchards. And uh, this song, I mean, man, it is 
definitely up there as one of my favourite songs of the year so far. It perfectly sums up the alternative pop vibes that uh, Orchards have got going on. And as the weather is getting better, uh, the chorus just gets even catchier. So uh, stick the kettle on or maybe grab yourself a nice uh, cold brew or iced tea. And uh, let's play Orchards' latest single. It's called Love You Too. And I'll be chatting to Sam and Dan from the band straight after it. So stay tuned to Bitchin' Brew. knew this was going to be a good podcast when I reached out to you guys on Twitter and you responded 
with a Kurt Angle me, uh, gif. Oh, yeah. And it's just like, okay, this is like going to be the best. <laughs> That's all down to Sam, because Sam like manages our Twitter. I, I don't, I have, well, I do have my own personal Twitter, but I never post on it. No. So like whenever I go on Twitter, I basically just go to check the Orchards one. Yeah, and Sam just does it all. And like I just, just love gifts. Man. Just gifts. Gifts are the great. What what's the what's the go to gif? So there's, um, I think her name is Laganja Estranja from RuPaul's. She does. She walks in and does a death drop. That's always pretty good when something bosses happened. My favorite one is like if we've got something right really good to announce. Like we can. There's like a gif of these two guinea pigs. And one of the guinea pigs is just like chowing down on some lettuce, and the other guinea pig is just like looking off into space with mouth wide open. It's just <laughs> so funny. Like, I don't think I've ever seen that one, but. Basically, anyone listening to this, tweet us and we will tweet you back the yeah. guinea pig gift. Yeah, that's, that's going to be the thing, is it? It's, it's basically like, was it Paul or Barry Chuckle that got Twitter for the first time, and then everyone was like, he, he sent a selfie to one person. And, and then just it. got inundated <laughs> with requests for a selfie from from one of the Chuckle Brothers. Oh, I can't remember which one. It's like that guy who, who you started doing uh, those Happy Birthday messages on YouTube, uh, yeah. and like apparently he does apparently if you like he does loads of them. I can't remember what why he's like famous or why he's a star, but apparently if you email him, he'll like do like a Happy Birthday, Daniel. I hope you have a good birthday. Oh, what? No, like, not music, just... No, like, he does, like, personalised birthday messages. Oh, yeah, the, um... Is it the 10 Second Songs guy? It might be where, him, yeah. Uh, like, you have to pay him, but he'll do, like, a, a 10 second jingle in whatever <laughs> genre you want <laughs> for whatever... It might, it might, we need some he, opening music. He just did, like, he did, like, a metalcore <laughs> Get Well Soon message. <laughs> Get well soon! <laughs> Tracy! <laughs> uh, we should do one of that. Sure. Like a gent, um, sorry, your cat died. Snuggle! Down it, down it, records! I think my go to gift would probably be the um, help yourself to an oat biscuit, by the way. You forgot the oat milk, but I thought I would bring the the vegan oaty biscuits. Well, I will mm. chow down on all of them, thank you very much. I did forget the oat milk, but I think it's because we're going back to Brighton tonight, so I'm like. I'm half prepared. I've got all my stuff here to mm. play. Everything else is back in Brighton. Yeah. I totally forgot we were going back, so I was stressing out, and then I was literally waiting this morning, and my girlfriend was like, yeah, you're going to be back tonight anyway, and I was like, oh, yeah. Mm. So I just left everything. Watch <laughs> some more RuPaul. <laughs> what? And then leave vouchers. What season of RuPaul are you up to now? Are you completely caught yeah, up? It's it's every Friday, season 10, puts a new episode on Netflix. Mm. So it's on number three at the moment. I just started on episode one today. Good, isn't it? I'm so behind. I'm on like season four. Oh man. That's like the Get one down. with like Willem and Latrice Royale. Yeah. Chunk, chunky yet funky. I, I, still haven't, I still haven't seen a better series than seven. Which is the one with uh, Adora? That's seven, isn't it? Or oh, six. Man. That's my favourite one. You need to really see any of that one. Adora Delano, you know, she's, she obviously has a. Uh, her own songs. All right, okay. She's got a song with the exact same titles. One of our old songs. We don't we don't play it anymore. What? That's a tune. Take what song is that? She's got a song called "Take Me There." We had a song back in the day called "Take Me There." So yeah. you're now going to claim that it's. Uh, a no, cover. we're just waiting for that to get big, and then we're going to. Waiting for it to get another couple million <laughs> views on YouTube, and then we'll be like, ah, "Come on!" Didn't Tulisa do that this week? Formerly of the End of the End of yeah. She claimed know. like writer's credit on a Will I Am a Williams uh, song. Yeah, I did. I saw that popped up on it. You, you must think, well, you're exhausting all your financial mm-hmm. avenues now. Yeah. Now that the end of reunion is 
<laughs> like no one cares yeah exactly it's the Not only way to get publicity to maybe try and stir up a little bit of interest for an end of reunion <laughs> and even then no one cares no, I'll just sue someone instead yeah that's yeah. good idea brilliant <laughs> that's such an awful time for music end of and man. chipmunk and I mean oh. my favourite thing about end of is when um, face jacker have you ever seen face jacker yeah, I saw a little bit of phone jacker, but I never saw face jacker. He did face jacker, and he had this character Dufrace, and he goes onto the set of an end dubs music video. That's the funniest thing there. That is a good idea. Go watch it. Right, Dan and Sam, welcome to uh, welcome to another episode of Bitch and Brew. Um, does it does it feel like a full start to the tour, considering you're going home tonight and then heading back out on tour in the morning? Yeah, that's what Will was saying. Will was like, I was like, right, tour's begun, and Will was just like. No, we're on tour, then we're off tour, then we're back on tour, and it's like, no, you can still be on tour. It's, it's almost <laughs> like a false start, but it's also it's nice to know I'm going to like have my own shower and get my own... One more tour. night of like an idiot check to be like, well, one, fucking oat milk, coupons yeah. I forgot, most important thing, two... Forgot the clipboard. Forgot the clipboard. What's, what do you mean by the clip? Is in the mailing list clip? Yeah. The mailing list and like the merch sheets so we like know what we've sold and stuff. Right, okay. It's the first time we've ever done that. We tried to be like super organised with the store because usually we're very not organised. Mm. Um, yeah, first day you forgot the... <laughs> really good start, really good start. Is oat milk like the absolute essential, more important than clothes? Shout out to oat milk, yeah, yeah. oatly. Only yeah. You're coming in here with your sponsorship. I ain't got any sponsorships, you know. Like I'm not sponsored by Taylor's or you know Tesco Otis biscuits or whatever. It's good though. Other brands are available. Yeah, um, what am I drinking now? Unsweetened Tesco's own soy milk. That's all you need. It's not too bad. Only I always find that it's either too creamy Whoa. or too watery. You got to shake it. Shake it to what you You're get. doing really well at the sponsorship. Yeah. <laughs> that, I, I think that happened because I tweeted them and I was like, you know, I'm going on tour, tagged like Tiny Moving Parts and that. And I was like, um, what's a guy got to do to get an endorsement? And I thought, nah, it's not setting it off. Yeah. So I posted a gif. And it was just <laughs> a, little, like a little fat kid with no shirt on, oh. just like pouring just like a whole like couple of litres of milk over himself. <laughs> And there they got back in touch and they were just like, oh, here's an email, Let's see what we can do. And I was like, It was yes. really sound actually, they just got back and sent us some vouchers. That's wicked. I, I did an internship at a record label and uh, they managed to send a crate of uh, San Pellegrino, like Blood Orange, nice. while I was on holiday. Uh, oh, wow. Came back and it was, yeah, no tr- There were a couple of lemon ones left, but I'm like, no. Nah. My favourite's the uh, grapefruit, I think. Or the lemon and, no. Lemon and mint? Lime and mint? Lime and mint. Oh, the lime and mint is good. Yeah. That with a bit of spice rum in it. Mm. That was like a hangover cure when we used to live together. Um, we'd like go out overnight and then we'd always make sure that we got like a blood orange San Pellegrino and put it in the fridge before we went to sleep and then you wake yeah. up in the morning, stagger into the kitchen. Best, best. Crap. Absolutely. It is like... You've got to treat your sober, you, when you're drunk. Mm. That little leftover falafel wrap on the floor. <laughs> That's what I've got. That's another reason I'm glad I'm going home tonight is I've got leftovers of me dinner that mm. I made last night. What leftovers you got? So we made uh, like seitan uh, tacos. Right. Like soft shell tacos. How do you like? I'm I'm coming into this as uh, I'm I'm a meat eater. Yeah. Um. You know I, I'm 
coming to you today having eaten beans with little sausages in for lunch. Out of a tin. Out of a tin. <laughs> Not out of a tin. We put it on the hob. <laughs> and then, <laughs> like, I didn't just eat them Open cold the out of the Pull like, up the tin Like up. the guy out of Watchmen who likes his beans <laughs> cold. <laughs> Rorschach, is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> just the eat the beans out of the tin cold. No, beans with little sausages in and the... Um, and my better half pointed out to me the irony in the fact that we're eating beans with little sausages in on toast while watching MasterChef. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, there you go. Juxtaposition. Just yeah, man. I always struggle. No, I didn't make the seitan. We just bought it in the shop. Mm. But it's basically... Well, you used to make it all the time. You're probably better tell it. Well, you've got a mouthful of biscuit now. Oh, yeah. Sam used to work in a vegan kitchen in Brighton. Oh, cool. And, like, our main thing was kebabs. Right. And, um, yeah, I've made more seitan than I care to think about what's your secret good forearm strength it's all about the needing <laughs> all about the needing man all about the need. because what are, what are the actual what's uh, actually comprises seitan because I've never made it before never eaten it you know yeah it's vital wheat gluten right and then like if you want it to taste like chicken put in like sage maybe if you want it to taste like beef you know go down like more well, I don't know, like paprika root. We used to put in like bit, bits of cumin because we were doing kebabs, so it's like expensively spiced meats. Oh, right, okay. <laughs> bit of saffron <laughs> in there. And... there. <laughs> um, yeah, bit of saffron, you know, yeah. Just no, it was not saffron. <laughs> nah. But yeah, good forearm strength for anyone wanting to make seitan. Get that gluten activated. Or you can just buy it in the shop. Like well, you, <laughs> <laughs> that's it, that's when becoming a vegan is expensive though, because you're like, I bet, how many did you get? Like two little steaks and it's like six yeah, quid. It was like a, it's like a, uh, would you have not, would you have eaten the whole thing if you were just having a meal to yourself then? No. Lies. <laughs> <laughs> well, you've already mentioned about the, uh, the soy milk, but um, Sam, you went with a, a pure Assam yeah, tea from the, the Taylor's tea caddy. Yeah. Um, what, That's what, so impressive, by the way, your little tea caddy. So. Oh, thank you. I thought you were just going to pull out some boxes of like... I thought you were going to pull out a microphone. Tea. And then it was just like, <laughs> there's the tea. There's the tea. Yeah, don't have microphones, but we have a tea caddy. Fucking good tea There we go. Got my priorities sorted as a podcast. <laughs> no, um, how, how's, your, how's your pure Assam tea going down? It's boss, man. I think Assam's like the upmarket English breakfast. How I smell it? I've never actually... Oh, yeah. It is, Should yeah. have done some vocal effect then. Like... Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, <Sam. laughs> See, there's a gift there somewhere. I'm gonna make a gift. Uh, but yeah, man, it's good. Upmarket English breakfast. That's what I think Assam is. Fancy ass tea. Yeah. I think the the appropriate gift for that would be the one where uh, Vince McMahon falls backwards yeah, yeah. on his chair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Tweet us that as well. Absolutely. My my favorite gift. God, going back to gifts again is the is the one of Hillary Clinton doing the little um, shoulders yeah. and then the, the guy from is it Brooklyn Nine-Nine the, the, like just this big dude that looks like Shaquille O'Neal it might even be Shaquille O'Neal oh, and the, doing, doing the yeah. shoulders back oh I know yeah and, and they have the cat yeah, the, the cat, cat does yeah. it as well it's like a little <laughs> shimmy of a cat my cat used to do that when she'd see like the birds in the window she'd be looking at the window she'd be shaking her bum she never used to get the the she used to bring in loads of worms though. Like oh, yeah. worms and she liked to like smear them into the carpet. <laughs> oh. She brought in a, like a full bird before. She's not she never did that, no. I, I don't live with them anymore. They moved. Oh right. It's a, yeah. the cat's it's a, a sore subject. But um 
No, Next. <laughs> ne- she never uh, upgraded to like mice or birds. It was just worms. Worms. And, and then she went on to slugs. Oh. Um, but yeah, she never upgraded to any kind of mammal or bird. Just, just, stri- just strictly insects. <laughs> slugs are like the Assam tea and worms are the English breakfast. <laughs> Slightly more upmarket, but you know, you're still going to put like cheap soy milk in it. <laughs> Last time I had Assam on Bitch and Brew, it was in Guildford at the boiler room. I think it was the one with muskets on and I don't think I've really touched non-dairy tea since after pouring like cheesy oat milk, uh, cheesy soy milk oh, yeah. in, into my Assam tea. What soy milk was it? Can you remember the brand? I cannot. Some are cheesy, man. There's yeah. like barista ones that are like well cheesy if you just pour them straight in. Isn't that yeah. what um, Jamie Lemon had as well? Because I was listening to your podcast. I Did might have had an Assam. No, he was just like straight up breakfast oh, tea kind was, of guy. Yeah. I might have had an Assam there. I'm not sure. I lose track. I was I was listening to that podcast and work the other day. And, oh, well, thank uh, you. The, the last bit where he says about... Because um, they had like Lemony, didn't they? And yeah. you mentioned about people crowd surfing and getting on the stage. Yeah. And he was like, oh, it's like a, it's like a sore subject. And I went on, went on the, because he filmed it all. It's all yeah, yeah. Like, oh, yeah, yeah. He's not a fan of the crowd. <laughs> he starts singing it during the choruses. Like, yeah, yeah. don't send him up here. <laughs> yeah. I told you not to send him up here, you shithouses. <laughs> Daniel, we haven't, we haven't talked about what's, what's, in, what's in your mug. You went for... I went for the, um, in, in the lovely bitch and brew mug that you supplied me with. Yeah. I've got a... Uh, Favoritism. I've got a, a mint tea. Namely because I was feeling a little bit bloated this morning. Right. A bit, bit more information. All, always in, good as like a, a so, sort of after dinner. Yeah, that's what I thought. I might set my stomach a little bit. Mm, absolutely. Yeah, I, I like a good, uh, a good mint. I, I don't really drink that much tea. I didn't no. drink like that much. I mean, normally I have like a coffee and work, and that's about it. Yeah, I don't really drink that much tea. I went with the uh, the raspberry and vanilla because it now really feels like today's been the first day of spring, the first day where it's mm, been truly yeah. warm. Uh, down here in Southampton, you guys are on tour with uh, Tiny Moving Parts, and you've Woo! literally just this week announced that you've signed to uh, Big Scary Monsters. But it was possibly. The worst kept secret. Oh, do you reckon? In the, in the, <laughs> if any, if anyone does know Connor Laws, who is listening, uh, yeah. our good friend Connor Laws, then you know I know that he's been wanting to sign Orchards to BSM for a long time. <laughs> kind of wears it on his sleeve, doesn't he? <laughs> <coughs> yeah, man. Um, yeah, Connor was like got talking to him because we did a music video for our song Honey. Yeah. It feels like ages ago now. And our guy um, who does our videos, Dan Chase, um, he was like, some guy wants your email. Like, I put you guys on. And he was like, oh, this band's sick. Oh, I can't remember his name. And I was like, you need to tell me. He's like, he works for some label. And I was like, Dan, you need to tell me. <laughs> remember. And then we found out it was Connor. And then we were talking from them. And yeah, we just met him loads. And he's, now we can say he's now a dude. He's now our actual dude. We were on tour last year, basically this time last year. Mm. I think that was the first time we probably met him. He came and met us at a couple of the dates in in London. London. Mm. And um, yeah, he's just become like a good friend of us already. And uh, he's lived in Brighton for a little while now. He moved moved to Brighton for a yeah few months. He's moved away now. Yeah, hasn't he? He's obviously such a nomad. He just goes around. Well, uh, I was I was going to say you guys are obviously part of the Brighton scene, but it doesn't sound like either of you are originally from <laughs> Brighton. Is that is that the case? Did you move down to Brighton for other reasons, or are you yeah we, we Brighton born and bred? Definitely not Brighton born and bred. <laughs> we um moved down in two 
2015, maybe? No, no, we moved out. No, we graduated. Oh, graduated. moved out in 2012 from Liverpool. Mm. Um, Both of you. Yeah. yeah. So me and Sam have known each other for years. Right. Me and Sam have known each other. The debate's out whether it's since we were two or since we were three. Yeah. We, we, we basically met in preschool. Right. And then we went to the same primary school together, and then high school, and then sixth form. And then Liverpool. we were in a band for a couple of years in Liverpool. We used to play in like this heavy metal band. And then um, was it like around the time the metalcore boom? No, it was it was like sludge metal called it was, Iron Witch. Wow! It was like, so yeah. like proper corrosion of conformity. Yeah, we like, played with them a few times. Shit! No way! How was that? Yeah, yeah it, it was. Awesome, it was yeah. so so. Was so. Pep, has Pepper Keenan always been in corrosion, yeah. or is he? Because I I recently introduced the corrosion. I think he's and, always been. In the band. Yeah, I think it's like his his. Band. I think it's I think it's his band. He's like sludge metal royalty. Mm. Yeah, they were they were cool, man. I think, yeah. So that's what we did. We moved down, then we left that band, and then did this. Did Orchards a lot different to sludge metal. <laughs> well, I understand that Orchards kind of started as an instrumental band, didn't it? Well, no, it was me and the old vocalist were writing. Oh, right. And then um, I met Will in a lesson in a uni. Right. And he had a jam, and then I was like, I know someone who... You didn't play bass, really, did you? But I knew you could play guitar. I owned a bass. You owned a bass. You owned a bass, just couldn't play. I owned a bass, so <laughs> Sam asked me, because we were living together at the time, said, oh, we're writing some stuff, can you just come in and like play some bass on it while mm. we're rehearsing? So I didn't really have any other plans, so I was like, yeah, I'll, I'll do it. Yeah. And then, um, and I'm, now I'm still here. So I've not actually formally been asked to join the band yet. You haven't had an initiation no, yet? What no. sort of initiation do you think would be, if you, if you were being welcomed as the fifth member of Orchards, if someone out there was being welcomed as the fifth <laughs> member of Orchards in any way, shape or form, what would be the initiation? I think they'd just have to put up with us for about... If they can do a week in a van constantly with us, I think they'd be all right. Yeah. Or they'd, for Lucy, they'd have to make a good cup of tea. Yeah. For Lucy all... doesn't drink, so like tea. She should have already been doing this. But tea's, like, <laughs> tea's big for Lucy. We can, we can bring her in if you want. We'll need an extra chair. But... <laughs> yeah, it's fine. They can stay out there. Mm. I don't know what the initiation be. Fuck. Staying in a van. Yeah. Deciding where to eat with us. Oh, yeah. Because that, that is mental. That the only fissure, the only cracks that appear in Orchard's facade are when we're like, I want to eat here. And the other person's like, well, I, I don't, I want to go somewhere else. And then the other person's like, I don't want to do either of them ideas. And then the other person's like, well, I kind of agree with them. And then it's just like, right, fucking hell. We just can't bear to split up, so we just always want to... We have to all eat them. in the same place. <laughs> then, you know, you throw vegan into the mix. And it's just like, oh, well, what are we going to do now? Oh, no. All the band vegan, or is there, you know... No, no me, me and Will aren't vegan. Oh, I, okay. I, I, I generally eat, like... <laughs> my girlfriend always laughs at me, but I, I always say, like, 80%. And sometimes I, like, treat myself and I'll have, like, dairy or a bit it's of meat. It's not treating yourself. Well, that's that's not, that's not going to become a vegan podcast now. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, you're 80%, I'd say. Treat but, myself with a bit of flesh. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Note for the podcast, he just looks straight at me with a bit of flesh there. <laughs> Yeah, it's me and Lucy. Just, just waiting for like the blood vessels to burst <laughs> in your forehead, like. No, nah, see, I would never. I'm like, yeah, I'm not like that. I, I know a lot of people who are like that. And mm. It's just like it puts me off. Yeah. Being, oh no. It's... Being a militant vegan is just like nah. No, I'm not into it. Do whatever you want to do at all. People, people can get well too over the top about it, in my opinion. <laughs> but yeah, 
just it's 50-50 vegan non-vegan mm. but Will's like Will Willie he's happy to eat vegan stuff isn't he because like me and Will are both cooks like that's what we do right okay like, part time we're like chefs so like he's well open to like trying all the new shit isn't he me and Lucy are really lucky whenever we're in like the studio or something <laughs> we just have two chefs to, uh, to feed us which is fun. I, I'm, I like to think I've got a bit of a dab you, hand as a cook, but not as, not as good as... Uh, no. Does that kind of prevent you from living like just a totally shitty lifestyle on tour? Like, do you feel like you now have a sort of a bar that you have to meet with <laughs> yeah. like certain... Well, this is day one, so I'm going to say yeah. <laughs> if you want to come back to like the Trier day, which is the last day we're doing, then you might see a different side of me. I'll just be like, anything that's vegan, just out of a packet. It's fine. Yeah. What's that? What's that? What was I eating in France? It was just bread and crisps and mustard. Yeah. It got to <laughs> that point in France. There was no... Every, like, service station was the same. So they all have the same sandwiches and it's all, like... Like, you don't have a... Is it... Uh, T-Bay here is, like, the boss services. Mm. You don't have anything like that. They're all the same. So, like, all I could eat was barbecue lays, I think they're called. Mm. That's, like, Walker's sort of thing. Yeah, it's the Walker's variety. Everywhere yeah. else, yeah. Barbecue lays, baguette, and one day I found Dijon mustard and I was just like... In France, of all places. There you go. So, I mean, when we were in places like Paris, there was a pretty sick vegan burger place. Mm. That, was, that was boss. Hey folks, Danny here with a very quick reminder that if you like what you're hearing, then subscribe to Bitch and Brew on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts and Acast. Uh, the link to do so is in the description. It's totally free. Um, I've got some great episodes in the pipeline, including a bunch that I recorded earlier this month at Teddy Rocks Festival. Uh, more on that later on, as well as the exclusive premiere of the brand new track by Tulu. Uh, but first, let's play another track from Orchards. This track is called Peggy, and I think this is the first single they ever released just a couple of years ago. Um, I don't know at the time of recording this whether we've already spoken about the making of the video uh, for Peggy uh, or we're about to speak about it because a little behind the scenes nugget for you I record everything and then just kind of stitch it all together um, but there's one particular phrase that is used to describe the making of the video which legit nearly made me snarf my tea everywhere um, anyways this track much like the one you heard at the start of the episode is included on Orchard's new EP uh, which is called Losers Slash Lovers and that's out on 6th of July via Big Scary Monsters this track is called Peggy and it sounds like this <laughs>
when you're sort of getting towards the end of tour, do you, do you guys ever get sick of the... Do you guys wear much glitter on stage? Because I know you do a lot in your videos. We did, we did the whole glitter thing quite a while, for like a year. I think we've kind of maybe we've come to the end of that well, era. Well, Lucy will always be like a bit glittery and a bit sparkly, like some of the gems on her face, and they'll probably mm. glitter. I mean, I'm not opposed to it, just we haven't done it. We haven't done it, like, live for a while. It must be a real, like, shitty thing. Be- being someone who has long, curly hair. Yeah. Getting glitter out of your hair and, like, your beard and your moustache. My moustache was, uh, was glittery for months after we did that video. Ah. In the Peggy video, if, if, I don't know if you've seen that, we did a video in a church. It was, like, off, like, the first foray into glitter. And, like, there was a point where I'd, like, put it on me. And then, like, bukkake'd in glitter. And these were, like... <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, shall I go there? But that's literally what it was like. They were looking through the camera and they were like, you can't see it. So I remember standing outside and just emptying glitter onto my head. And then I was standing in the shower and I was just looking at this and I was like, it's like when you see them things where people are having like a shower and they're washing their hair and there's someone behind them squirting shampoo on their head. Do you know what I mean? And it's like a never ending stream of suds. I was just like, there was no end to this glitter. And I Mm. swear I will still find bits of glitter. Like in our merch box, yeah. the bottom few t-shirts. There you go, extra, extra, extra glitter. glitter. So you get more. Well, you get a little bit of extra, you know, bang, bang for your buck. There you go, yeah. No, at least, at least, you know, you weren't uh, played a cruel prank on where where we did with our mate in college, where I was taking a shower and we burst into the bathroom and, and basically emptied a bag of flour. Oh, <laughs> God, <yeah. laughs> Imagine he walked out looking like the Stay Puft Marshmallow. <laughs> it was ridiculous. That sounds like something I would definitely love to do. Not on this tour. Don't do it to me on this tour. Oh, well, no, the no. idea's in my head now. Have you, have you ever thought to, uh, as you're sort of wearing less and less glitter, to sort of supplement it with any other sort of visual, visual accompaniment? Something like, I don't know, like slime. Slime. See, that would be good. We, we shoot confetti off sometime. We did it a lot. And we brought one, like, high-powered, like, in, <laughs> industrial confetti can that was left off oh, from a video shoot. So I don't know when it's going to go off, but we'll, we'll set it off on this tour. But, yeah, slime. You get, like, a slime gun. It'll be like the Nickelodeon Kids Awards. Yeah. You know, like, where people get slimed. Yeah. I, I mean, I'd be down, but it's hard enough going to a venue... Because we're stupid and we forget to, like, in the advance, be like, by the way, we're going to shoot a big confetti cannon off. So when you go to people and be like, excuse me, can we just destroy the the venue with, like, slime that you're going to have to clean up when we leave? And they're just like, no. 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 Glitter is enough. <laughs> I don't know why, but I've, I follow someone on Instagram who uh, literally just opens these, uh, like, tubs of, of slime. Because that is, like, a thing now. It's a thing, yeah. Like, it's an in vogue thing like fashionable types of slime yeah that are filled with like little polystyrene balls or is that like, a- like, a- like ASMR like the noises it, it I think it came from that because you know like that fart putty that you put your finger in and it's like oh yeah it's more like putty as opposed like, to like it's slime like putty. Oh, right. never heard of this but it's that same texture like the fart putty yeah. but it's just like big and 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 this person basically just runs their fingers through it and just yeah. plays around with it in their hands and watches it change colour. And it's weirdly therapeutic. I bet like, some weirdo gets off to it though. Oh, yeah, you, you'd dread Definitely. to think, wouldn't you? <laughs> this is going to be some deviant somewhere. I bet you're listening now, aren't you? <laughs> Look at this slime video. <laughs> they, they, they're going to Google podcasts about slime. <laughs> you know, they go to sleep with it. So it just... Oh. You know. 
just gets tangled all over her. I'd hate to think that someone goes to sleep. Well, maybe like we'll send them to sleep. Yeah, <laughs> this <maybe>. podcast. <laughs> no, oh, this one. <laughs> it reminded me of like when I was um, when I was in like primary school. The magazine that I used to buy every week. Do you remember Toxic magazine? Wow. Like it was like a kids mag that was just full of like disgusting stuff. Perfect. Just like yeah, like. Farts and slime <laughs> and snot, Ugh, brains, zombies, yeah. Um, and that it came one one day with like a key ring that was just a plastic nose, but then filled with uh, slime. So when you'd squeeze it, it'd do like snot bubbles. Snot, yeah, yeah. But I remember putting it in my bag, and then at the end of school one day, just getting out, putting out the keys, and the slime's gone. It's just gone at the bottom uh, of my bag. It's just like it was the worst thing. Yeah, so maybe slime good. wouldn't work as no. like a visual accompaniment on stage. But no, maybe not. <laughs> we'll, have, we'll have to think. Maybe maybe glittery slime. Glittery slime. Just, just merge the two. I want pyrotechnics next. That's the thing. A big zorbing ball. Oh yeah, there you Although go. in a venue like this, you probably like get wedged or yeah. something. Oh yeah, I've never been here before. I didn't I've... realize it's like it's not. It is pretty small, but it's also mm. like like you say, it's quite. The ceilings are pretty low, and it's all pretty compact. Isn't yeah. It? Yeah, I'm very lucky I don't headbutt the ceiling when I stay yeah. here. I did not think from your picture of your face you would be as tall as you are. <laughs> Freakishly tall. Well. I, yeah, I don't think the zorbing ball would work. No stage dives, just stage zorbs. Stage zorbs, I stage like that. Zorbs. Well, you get an Australian... I don't know whether it's an Australian thing or a Parkway Drive thing, <laughs> but you see footage of a Parkway Drive show in Australia... And they are doing, like, stage dives on dinghies. Yeah. Well, our old band played with Municipal Waste, and um, that's what they did at the show. Yeah. Like, people just, just, out of nowhere, I don't know how they did it. It must have been, like... Well, all of, like, fans were bringing their own, like, inflatables. That's what I mean, but I didn't, I didn't see them when we played, and then it was like they all went out the back in between bands and pumped them all up and came <laughs> in, and there's, like, you know, massive flamingos, like, actual full-on dinghies, and there's people just sitting in them with a beer like that. Fucking... <laughs> I love that. So good, yeah. I know Frank Carter did it when he was still in Pure Love. They had loads of dinghies and stuff. I have this brilliant thought of like people bringing their own dinghies to shows, and instead of between bands, instead of them like nailing shots at the bar or something, they're just sat in the corner like (laughs) (laughs) they're there with foot pumps, like trying to get the inflatables ready on time. But by the time the band come on, you're just so exhausted from blowing up inflatables. It's like, what's the point? I remember Milk Teeth did balloons here once. It was like last night, of course, so they filled a bin bag up with balloons. And um, and I was helping them out, blowing them up, because it was the day that we recorded when they were on the podcast. And um, uh, I do remember just writing on one Listen to Bitch and Brew on SoundCloud. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice, man. There you go. That's good marketing, yeah, yeah. Good marketing. Absolutely, yeah. Just buy our song on iTunes. <laughs> So yeah, let's talk about the new single, um, uh, Love You Too. So it's the fourth single you put out now, and it seems like it's coming out at such a sort of a good time for pop music. Yeah. You know, like, I don't know if you guys feel the same way, but when I'm turning on the radio in my car these days, pop music's just, it, I, I feel less kind of, Ugh, when I turn on my car radio Definitely. and put on a tape. Like, it just seems like such a good time for pop music. The well, best, The best time, in my opinion, since... The 80s. Yeah. Perhaps. I mean, our friends band from Brighton, I mean, we've known some of them, like, we went to live with them in Liverpool, Fickle Friends. They've just got number mm. nine in the charts. Yeah. And, like, we've known we've known two of them for years. Mm. And that's awesome to see, like, your friends band charting number nine. 
that like, album is so you know what I mean yeah that's so oh, they're great. Like, I agree with you there like I think that's I mean yeah they are really good so that may, might not go for every pop band but it's showing you that like no, a band but, on yeah. their debut album you know can do that you can and still do that you're not gonna get Ed, like Ed Sheeran's not gonna fucking yeah. just push out of the way constantly I think they beat beat well, it's kind of beating did they beat Sam Smith yeah. did Sam Smith get 10 and they got 9 see so even that fuck yeah. Sam Smith <laughs> fuck, fuck you, Sam Smith. Fickle like friends are in. It's nice to just see that there's lots of different kind of bands coming out now. We're doing more, I guess, like more melodic pop stuff, mm. but in their own kind of their own vibe going on. It's really cool to see. I really <laughs> wish it came around sooner though, because like I was thinking the other day. Um, I don't know if you guys are fans of them, but like the tenth anniversary of the debut Foles album yeah, the other day. Yeah, yeah. It's just like that was crazy crazy album yeah. uh, such a shit time for indie music that was definitely one of the albums for us that um, I remember when that album came out and I think it was you who were like have you heard of Foles and I was like no yeah. and we were putting on Cassius and Balloons oh, it was crazy and I, was I went like, back and listened to it the other day man it's Blue like Monday. it's that album's up there with my top albums ever, ever. and it's a bit in top 10 do not ask me to name a top 10 because I will not be able to do it but <laughs> we'll, be, we'll be here like all day <laughs> yeah but uh, yeah, that like I remember first listening to that, and I guess that was my first ever experience of like, and I want, like people listen to it. I'm doing the quotation like math rock. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like quote unquote like math rock because I didn't know what it was. I was just like, the guitars are jangly as fuck, and that guitar's doing something whilst that guitar's doing like something totally different. But it's all working together, and the bass and drums. The drummer man was playing like dance beats. Yeah. And I was just like, what is this? And yeah. That album just like proper opened my eyes to like a totally other bit of guitar music because I used to listen to like I mean are you gonna call the Mars Volta like math rock? Yeah, I would call them. I would call them math rock or more rock. I think there was like rarely progressive. Yeah, like well, not rarely progressive, but they are progressive. But then like yeah, I listened to like Mars Volta and then I was like it's cool. But then you listen to Foles and it's like that's getting on radio. Like Foles are huge. Yeah, and then you have everything, everything which are like the same sort of thing like they're taking that like left field interesting pop which mm. I'm all about like that's what we try to do really isn't it like interesting pop left field pop we left it. field I guess we just we like we really like creating interesting and like mm. uh, music but we also just love top lines yeah <laughs> just love what we were listening great to great melodies yeah yeah what we were listening to on the way yeah let's just pick out like three songs we listened to so we listened to like um, Block Party like off the first album yeah yeah it was helicopters so like block party early block party then you know Whitney Houston comes on and it's just like there you go get that melodies get that vocal right in there and then some new Marmosets yeah Marmosets that new Marmosets album fucking hell so good man so good Um, with Whitney Houston obviously 80s and then block party noughties how do you feel about 90s pop because I'm guessing it was all around the time that we all sort of grew up fairly. See what what would you what would you call in nineties? Because I'm so bad at like. Dates I'm I'm talking times. like late nineties. We're talking like, S Club and Backstreet uh, Boys. Well, and... see if you had Lucy in here, it'd be a totally different story. Like <laughs> I like it, Backstreet Boys. Yeah, I can when I'm cooking in work, I'm singing some Backstreet Boys songs. Yeah. But like, you know, I prefer like. See when that was all going down, I was like, listening to like, Santana and like all my dad's records, like Blue the Cult and. I was yeah. never really into the to the boy bands and girl bands, but um, I guess from coming from Liverpool, it was the whole Scouse House scene, like Ultra yeah. Beat and like oh wow, like, all yeah, that stuff was, was, that. was good. Were they were they Scouts Ultra Beat? My I think so. Was I was obsessed with Ultra Beat. Just throw it under the tent, Scouse House, like pretty green eyes, like 
I remember being in like Daniel's kitchen or we'd like because like we know each other so long we'd end up yeah. going to town or whatever and then there was one place in Liverpool that would stay open to sell alcohol to the bars in the area but they were just open so we'd go and buy loads of stuff and go back to it and I just remember it hits like four in the morning and someone will just, you'll just hear like pretty green eyes and everyone's be like yeah come on then yes let's <laughs> go in the garage that's where the beer fridge was yeah <laughs> mate oh, it'll be like on a scale this is great for a non-visual podcast yeah, yeah. <laughs> ultra beat but then way above scooter yeah <laughs> I, I, I saw scooter live no way in manchester arena yeah, yeah. oh man and that was, that how, was crazy. How, how bad was it the, the worst thing about it was that the, there was loads of very young kids there all obviously very high on drugs that was the worst thing about it seeing all these like really young kids like messed up but Scooter's amazing and um, Dougal and Gamma Dougal and Gamma played and then ah Cascada Cascada yeah remember, oh remember wow this? yeah I've got a playlist full of all that still on, on my iTunes DJ Sammy DJ that was, Sammy that was, that was back in my uh, terrible clubland phase I went through there was like a drop was somewhere shot. in my history of dubstep I got introduced to dubstep and it had this quick like four months maybe three months of just like dubstep's fucking sick someone can do this like oh this is amazing and then it was just like oh, it's enough now <laughs> it just went as quickly as it, it came died, quickly. died a quick death that's oh, when you think about hometown scenes though Scouse House yeah yeah. you, you think I'm I'm, I'm, I'm quite cringe I'm cringing out my hometown metalcore scene but yeah. Scouse House well I mean if you're, if you're from Liverpool and someone's like talking about the Liverpool music scene you've got quite a lot to choose from to talk about do you know what I mean yeah like there's four four fellas did quite well from Liverpool like Jerry, Jerry and the Pacemakers that's yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I was going to go for what they called Space <laughs> The Farm The Farm yeah that's it but yeah there's like, what, who else? Liverpool had like a really good, um, who came out? Oh, Hot Club de Paris. Yeah. Remember them? They, they were kind of like, like indie, but a bit mathy. And then I think they like bubbled under the surface. Like they could have gone the same way that like Falls did. Yeah. But they just, they just never did. No. Hot Club de Paris, check them out. Really good. Well, it doesn't exist anymore, does it? It doesn't now, but you can still listen, can't you? Oh man, how good it feels to be back in the podcasting game. That was Bitchin' Brew, episode number 21, with Sam Rushton and Dan Fain from the band Orchards. Uh, They have an EP coming out, I don't know if I've mentioned it yet, it's called Losers Slash Lovers, and it's coming out uh, 6th of July via uh, Big Scary Monsters, which is arguably my favourite record label at the moment, Um, certainly in the UK at least. Um, It's coming out on both transparent yellow submarine coloured vinyl. Uh, There's a limited pressing of 200 copies of that, which I believe are already flying out the door. Um, And then there is also a plain black vinyl pressing available too. And and of course, merch bundles uh, with a really cool t-shirt with the EP cover design um, on it. It's uh, the EP. It's got nine tracks on it, uh, including the two you heard in this episode, Love You Too and uh, Peggy. Um, and amongst those tracks as well is an acoustic version of Peggy uh, so I'm really looking forward to hearing that one so get your keister over to bsmrocks.com all one word bsmrocks 
uh, com and pre-order losers slash lovers from Orchards now. Uh, I reckon it's going to be the record of the summer. And make sure you go and see Orchards live too. They're a really fun live band. They're playing a bunch of dates over the summer. Um, starting off with the 7th of June, they're playing a hometown show. They're playing The Haunt in Brighton. And they are supporting, oddly enough, Rolo Tomasi. Um, the Mighty Conjurer are on that bill for that one too. God, I sounded really Alan Partridge by calling them the Mighty Conjurer. Just Conjurer, although they are mighty. Um, that's one hell of a weird bill, but I will probably drive down to that one because that's just going to be such a great time. Three of the best bands in the UK sharing a stage. Why not? Um, 16th of June, they're playing Winchesterville in, yes, you guessed it, Winchester. Um, they're playing alongside the likes of Fickle Friends and The Big Moon. Uh, should be a real laugh. Uh, 5th of July, the EP, uh, the eve of their EP release, sorry, they are doing a special release show at Paper Dress Vintage in London. Uh, make sure you book well in advance for that if you want to have a little party at that gig. Um, if you're going to Truck Festival in Oxfordshire, 20, 20th to the 22nd of July, um, I'm not sure which day they're playing specifically, but they are playing the Nest stage. And I was looking at the lineup, and there is a big old bunch of mates on that stage alone. Um, Black Foxes, Boston Manor, Milk Teeth, uh, I Told You I'd Eat You, Gender Rolls, Nervous, Happy Accidents, Bloody Knees, um, Orchard's Label Mates in Delta Sleep. Um, I mean, dang, that's, that's a good lineup. I don't know why I'm not going for that. And that's on one stage alone. Um, I'll tell you one festival I'm probably going to be going to, and that's Arc Tangents. Shout out the ATG crowd. What's happening? 16th to the 18th of August. Uh, they're playing Arc Tangent in Bristol. And I don't even know where to start with the lineup this year. I mean, they had me at Glassjaw headlining one night, and I think I'll be going to ATG for this year for the very first time. So... I'm struggling to comprehend it right now. Just go and look at that lineup online because it is one of the best of the year. And while I'm instructing you to go and do stuff, go and subscribe to Bitch and Brew on SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, and Acast. Did you feel that transition there? That was smooth. Um, it's free to subscribe. It's fun. It's wholesome. Uh, all 20 previous episodes are available to listen back to now. If you're already subscribed and you're feeling generous, then uh, share Bitch and Brew with your friends. Leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Help this podcast. Um, after all, it is my birthday, and your support is the best gift I could ever receive. Um, and vinyl. Vinyl is also a great gift. If anyone listening out there is feeling super generous, go and pre-order me a copy of the Orchard CP. Um, <laughs> God, that was cheeky, wasn't it? But trust me, you won't have to wait as long uh, as you have done for a new episode next time. Uh, I'm now sat on about five or six unreleased episodes of Bitch and Brew, including a load that I recorded backstage at Teddy Rocks Festival in Dorset. Uh, some huge bands, and I mean the biggest bands we've had ever had on Bitch and Brew, uh, joined me for a brew, and I'm really itching to tell you now uh, who's uh, who's coming up in the near future, but I'm going to be a bit of a bastard and make you wait. So keep your eyes peeled on social media for news on those future episodes very soon. Uh, Twitter and Instagram, I'm on there as Bitchin Brewcast, all one word. Um, and then Facebook is uh, b.brewcast at the end of the url slash b.brewcast um, I know that's compl- basically Facebook wouldn't let me put bitch in a url bastards but um, you probably could just search bitch and brew podcast it's probably the easier way to find me on Facebook 
Um, right, before I draw this episode to a close, I have some brand new music to play exclusively for you. Uh, the track you're about to hear is from a band by the name of Tulu. Uh, this is their second track, it's called Compromise, and playing this is something which is very close to my heart, close to my roots, um, because this band is from Horsham in West Sussex, my dearly beloved hometown, and uh, Tulu has been uh, formed by members of the now disbanded group Chenti. Uh, You may remember they put out an absolute rager of an EP in 2016, uh, full of indie pop um, anthems, if you will, but then they broke up shortly after. Uh, But now we have uh, Tulu. They are influenced by the likes of Foles, uh, Bombay Bicycle Club, and the Wombats too, they say is a big influence. They recorded this track um, along with another track called Changing the Winds over at The Ranch in Southampton with the incomparable producer that is Neil Kennedy. Uh, this band really is hot off the press. They only sort of stepped out and announced themselves last month. So after hearing these tracks, I'm really excited to see what they do next. And you will be too, I'm sure. So make sure you go and find them on Facebook. Just search Tulu. It's spelled T-A-L-U, and uh, keep an eye and an ear out for them in the near future. So, here's the exclusive premiere of Tulu's new track, it's called Compromise. My name's Danny Rand, and this has been the Bitchin' Brew Podcast, and you've been awesome. Thanks for listening, peace out.
again.